two, one. What is going on, guys? This is a Distance Theory podcast, and today I'm with my co-host Ryan Mizozo, and our guests today are Brian and Alex Zangera. Welcome to the podcast, guys. <laughs> um, Ryan, you got any uh, anything to say, Mr. Co-host? <laughs> Uh, no, I, I, this is this is be a different type of podcast. So I'm let you do. Myself. Yeah, so so we're doing another Zoom podcast <laughs> today, just because you know Ryan's like a thousand miles away from me right now. Social uh, distancing. Yeah. Um. So currently, I'm actually in Alex's house right now. Alex is uh, he's my teammate, and uh, he's a, a cross country runner for Charleston Southern University, the university I run for. Um. And he's, uh, I mean, you can speak for yourself, like, feel free to butt in, because I don't really know all your PRs and whatever, but uh, for he's a 1501 5k runner, um, so that should tell you a lot right now. 417 uh, a mile. Yeah. Uh, That's about it. (laughs) That's about it. 3k, 843. um, It could be better, but. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And then his father on the left, um, or on the right, um introduce yourself to because like i said i mean i'm dad brian zangara <laughs> i've been blessed to be able to coach alex through his running yes. career in high yes. school before college and um yeah that's that's where i'm coming in yeah kind of the, and the and uh, yeah so and he's wearing he's i just want to point out that he's wearing the left airpod and the right ear if you can't tell we're wearing them in the same ear i don't know why I gave him nobody would notice that on <laughs> You're, it's backwards. It's literally facing the back of your ear. Yeah, your ear. You, you think someone's gonna be that. going? You want to trade me? Look, I'll wear the left side. Got it in the wrong ear. Do you want to wear it in the right ear? Or there you're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We good? Aesthetically yeah. pleasing. Yeah. Just now. for the record, I'm 48 years old, and we do things differently at our age. You know, yeah. So. so. Oh, actually, how did how could we forget? Um. So. Guys, Mr. Brian Zingara was a runner for Eastern Michigan's cross country team back in the day, way back, back in, in the, the day. day. Back yeah. in the day, yes. Yeah. And uh, fortunately, he was uh, able to break five in the mile when he was in. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> no, but I, he. I knew where he was going. <laughs> you like to well, talk crap to him all the time, and then my dad <laughs> likes to flex that. His distance PRs are faster than Garrett's because Garrett's hasn't ran them. I've literally never, for like yeah, four years or never has ran them, <laughs> and I never ran shorter. Even though stuff, Garrett so could probably beat good. him in a tempo run, he just had yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, but um, you got anything to say, Ryan, or ask uh ask about uh Mr. Brian or Alex? Um, no, the podcast I, is over well, here. Well, all right, so good. so if you guys didn't know, um, so. Mr. Brian Zangara, he was a coach um, back in the late 90s and early 2000s. Uh, he was a high school coach, a very good one, to say the least, in, uh, in the state of Michigan, right? Yes. Yep, yeah. Michigan. And um, he coached, like, a lot of great uh, cross guys. And uh, for, recently he did coach this uh, one guy um, in the state of South Carolina who didn't have a high school coach. Um, oh, kind of. Yeah. Well, kind of had a coach, but anyways, he coached him like to a lot uh, of high school runners that kind yeah, of had a coach. Yeah, which brings me to my next point. He's starting an app 
that is basically like going to be a training plan for high school runners without coaches. Yeah. So if yeah. you want to dive well, into not that, just, then, not just, high oh, yeah, runners, not just high runners school runners in general. Yeah. But yeah, it would be beneficial to the high school runners without coaches or really anybody who wants a coach wants to get it running. Yeah, exactly. So just talk about that a little bit, you know, it's kind of interesting uh, what you're trying to do, you know? Yeah, right on. Uh, so I was told long ago, several years ago that I needed to take the program that I designed way back in the early 2000 um, for the team that was really terrible that yeah. I took over. Um, I mean, I, I, they were 11th out of 12th in their region and 6th um, out of 7th in their conference. I developed this program. The next year they won their conference and they were second in their region qualifying them for the state championships. So I knew there was something about the the training part right away. Um, of course, there's a lot of dynamics to coaching in general. And yeah, yeah. so, I mean, I had other dynamical variables going on where we just kind of created more of the team family unity, which really allows runners to, to blossom even better. But yeah, that's another variable. What we're talking about is the, the training itself though. And that's the that's the part that I realized um, we had something special. Uh, later, several years later, I was able to allow Alex to use that program and train. Um, and as we went through, and then as we started going through recruiting, I would ask great athletes, professional athletes, college athletes, uh, high school athletes, just basically anyone that was good, I was asking them their secrets. Yeah. And I was taking notes literally and, and applying things that really worked to not just Alex, which they really worked well for Alex. Yeah. Um, three state championships, individual yeah. state cross country championships in two different States. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm, I'm not just pointing out why that, that they worked for one person, but the really great part of the program is that it it's multiplicity. It, it works for every athlete that can run if you can run two miles you can start this program yeah and i, I mean i think i think that's a, a big thing because you know nowadays you see a lot of guys that or, or a lot of coaches at least that they'll you know hang on to that one star runner that they have that's yeah. extremely yeah. talented and try and coach the rest of their guys like that when yeah. you know they need individuality in their coaching yeah and, for sure uh, yeah so you know you, you well, can here's a great example of that so you have 20 21 runners the next year after I got them to win their conference. So yeah. we're two years in now, yeah. second year into this program and 20 of those 21 runners break 20 minutes on my entire team. Like yeah. that just doesn't happen by chance. That's no, a yeah. training issue. Wait, yeah. who was the one that didn't? Great question. <laughs> the only one that didn't happened to be the tuba player who wanted to lose weight and joined cross country who ran 30 minutes and 24 seconds, his first 5k. And he PR by the end of the year at 24 minutes and mid 24s. Yeah. And he, hey, and he, he lost like 25 pounds. Like, <laughs> Hey, Hey, it worked. sad to say, but my senior, yeah. Oh, well, my senior, <laughs> yeah. my, my senior year, he would have been our, our fifth guy. So, oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, oh man hey on my team he would have been number two that's true because you only were in arkansas only, he was he would have been number two you were the actually only guy. number three because we did we recruit a, one more later yeah. yeah second year second year we had another guy yeah but yeah first year he would have been number two yeah awesome but stuff. uh so so with that team um 
where exactly did you take those guys the next year? Like, did you guys win states or like what, what was the, like what happened the next year? Yeah. So we just got better at the state championships, Michigan. Yeah. He's in, yeah, this is a Michigan yeah. in general. Which is, has a, yeah, go ahead. Definitely every year it's producing yeah. national caliber athletes. Yeah. Like, I mean, you have people like Grant Fisher, Dathan Ritzenheim. Recently you have uh, a kid who just won, um, what was yeah. it Brooks PR the year before yeah. had the fastest mile in the nation from Ann Arbor, yep. from yeah. Ann Arbor, and that's and, the and region the girl I was won, in. One, yeah. um, what was it uh, Foot Locker? A girl from Ann Arbor won Foot Locker last year. So I mean, it Michigan's was, producing national caliber athletes every year. It yeah. was just before the Ritzenheim They're era. Top three, top four, um, yeah. state in the nation over all, all around behind yeah. like Texas and California. Yeah, every year. Yeah, if not better. I mean, yeah. they're right there. Good point. Yeah, uh, yeah. Texas, California got Michigan bigger. Is, so is compared. I, I I put Michigan in the top three or four uh, for states mm-hmm. recruiting, distance recruiting, you know, and, uh, in general. So yeah, put it in context. You know, that same team was kind of where Alex fell his senior year. Um, it'd probably be a little better than Alex's team here in South Carolina. Mm. They placed third, um, just shy of second and first. And uh, so my, my team probably would have been right there trying to win a state championship Yeah, here in the state of South Carolina. Same kind of caliber, same yeah. kind of times. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. Put in context. Great question. Um, how long did you coach Alex for? So I kind of let him – process this whole I love soccer I'm a great soccer player and let go back to that I coached him 11 years 10 years were uh, first place and nine years were undefeated partly because I had Alex who could just take the ball and score at any given moment and I just say I need a goal but I let him through that later process of his career where soccer wasn't really in his school soccer wasn't available and so he had to make some decisions on what he wanted to do in the future uh so he ended up trying track and in his eighth grade year well i think we were doing about 20 to 25 miles a week and just kind of running around you yeah. were training on a dirt track mm-hmm. at a school <laughs> that 80 meters baby yeah and at like... a school that was <laughs> tiny yeah this and, sounds and like so, uh, mgx it right. wasn't even dirt. It was like like a like one of those cleachy roads, almost like rocky without the oh, rocks, man. like yeah. the white yeah. the white road, you know. Yeah. You probably don't know you're in Miami. And, no, and he yeah. goes on to just <laughs> no sidewalks and paved roads. Yeah. And and through all this, he goes on to break. Uh, he breaks five minutes in the mile as an eighth grader. So I knew there's something special there. Um, I didn't yeah. break uh, five minutes in the mile till I was a sophomore in high school, and so. Hey, Ryan broke it. Ryan broke five his senior year, 459. <laughs> 56. So oh, 456. You, yeah, you can, you can relate. His, his, his senior year, he's still only – I got hurt my senior year. So, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> really, it, but honestly, if I could have had something like this, what I know now as far as the training process versus how I trained back then – and how a lot of people still don't know, and so they train a lot like old school training. I'll just go out and run three or four miles a day and try and get faster. And it just doesn't work like that. Yeah. And there's so many dynamics and variables that have to change and daily and progress slowly so you don't get hurt and progress properly 
and based on you know where you're at and understanding that distance training is really about pacing it's about yeah. proper pacing ultimately yeah so um i, th- I think that's a that's a huge uh aspect of training <clears throat> that you just brought up like i think a lot of the time as you know runners progress throughout their career they kind of start to mature and learn more and more like hey maybe i shouldn't go all out today and and maybe today i, <laughs> yes. I gotta take easy because i have a workout tomorrow and i know ryan is dealing with that right now you know some of his athletes you know they're mm-hmm. young and they just want to hammer every day, every easy right. run. And at the end of the day, you know, it could lead to injuries. It could lead to yeah. overtraining, you know, stuff like that. So um, I think you brought up a good point there. And uh, one other yeah, thing sure. I was going to say, do you think that having, you know, as a parent, um, having Alex be a dual sport athlete as a kid, do you think that helped him out as a, like, you know, set him up to be a great runner? Cause like, I mean, there's, been studies done that where um do like dual sport and multi-sport athletes have like lesser likely chance of getting injured yeah so do you think that that helped him out in the long run or ah that's a great question yeah you kind of you kind of touched on two different areas there uh so i will i will answer it on a on a truthful belief opinion level and that would be i think it made him a great runner mentally Physically, I think it did a huge detriment to him. Really? Um, as far as trying to learn how to train in one, you know, at a one practice and then go to the other practice and yeah. figure out what to do or what not to do um, to try and keep him healthy enough to train yeah. for the next round. For reference, like I, during cross season, my sophomore year, sophomore year was my last year of playing soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, so sophomore year um, for cross, we had spring soccer. And so for uh, sophomore year for cross was in the fall. Um, I was doing uh, lows would be like 45s. High would be like 55s. I hit 61 time in the summer. That's miles per week. week. Yeah, yeah, miles per week. That's 60 miles one time during the summer for my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then – and I ended up winning state at the end of the season – Kind of came out of nowhere for that, and yeah. one state of my sophomore year, mm-hmm. beat out some of the top guys in state. Pretty cool. Anyway, yeah. Um, came back in track. This is the big part. And yeah, uh, yeah. you know, I'm dual sporting at this point. I'm playing soccer as well, so I'm doing some miles at soccer. Not really. Our soccer team was kind of like, we want to be fit, but they didn't want to be fit. They wanted yeah, yeah. to run three laps around the soccer field and say it was a mile, but it was yeah, call it. Miles. Yeah. You know, call it a and day. They say, call it they say hard we run three day. miles. No, you ran three laps around the soccer field. We did <laughs> 800 meters. Yeah. Um, anyway, I do like practice and we do conditioning like once every two weeks. And, but I would be like t- pretty tired from practice just cause practice was two hours long. Yeah. Um, you know, there was, there was a lot of running around still cause it's soccer, but mm-hmm. as far as like conditioning itself went, there wasn't much. Um, like every now and then we do like a nice workout that was like maybe half hour long, but I was only being able to run like 35 miles a week Yeah. During track. And so I wasn't as fit in track, I'd say as I could have been if I wasn't dual sporting, but yeah. I also think at that young of an age, dual sporting was really good mentally because I was able to play soccer and I love soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really until I made that decision myself yep. that I yep. feel like. Like if I were to only run track and my dad would have like forced me to 
only run track instead of being able to play soccer. I feel like I wouldn't have been bought in as in the track my junior year when I really was like, okay, yeah. I want this for me. I want to be good at running. I don't want to just, I don't want other distractions. Even though yeah. I'm really good at soccer, I want. Yeah. I I feel like I can have more of a future in running. Yeah, and, and I, that's what it was about. Uh, it, he had to buy in, and sh- as terrible as as and patient as I had to be walking through that process, um, I just wanted to be the encouraging parent at the same time as over here, you got something special. Yeah, really want to pursue it. I think um, so. And it's had, it's hard to, to be it, all in. I mean, it, it is hard. To, like as a parent, you know, you don't really know when your son or daughter is going to get to that point where they're like, Hey, like dad, I want to take this to the next level. Like, like let's mm-hmm. start training for real now. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I don't think you really notice that. until you actually become an athlete and you're like, well, like, yeah, you know, cause there's a lot of guys and I I've seen it cause I ran AAU when I was little. Um, a lot of parents will kind of try and live through their sons or daughters and push yeah, them too sure. hard when they're for young. Sure. And then when they get to high school, they're like, they're out like they're done they're they're just washed up you know so right i mean that and that was that's a huge that was a huge part in in getting to alex to be and it's not physically they're they're done it's 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 mentally Mentally, yeah mentally they're they're just like i don't want to i I don't want to do this no more right yeah fun yeah yeah kind of ruin it for themselves yeah but distance running is intrinsically motivated for most people anyway and so if you like we said if if he didn't buy in I can only get him so far. Well, yeah, as a coach, exactly. no matter what. Yeah, and and I mean, you can get away with that when, like I said, when your kid is only like nine or ten, and you can push them because I mean, all they know is their father and their mom. Because you know, so it, it is until they kind of get to high school to where they're like, hey, maybe I don't want to do this anymore. Hey, mm-hmm. maybe I do want to do this. You know, mm-hmm. so and and, I, and let go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, I went through the same thing with football my senior year. I mean, you ask Ryan, they tried to get me to come out and run cross country since my freshman year of, of uh, high school. And I kept telling them, you know, maybe I might do it. And then it wasn't until senior year. So I was like, hey, I'm going to start running cross country again or for, for the first time, you know. So, yeah. And go back to when he made that decision, he looked at me and he said, I have three weeks left of – the track season before the state championships. And I really think if I stop playing soccer, I can drop my time pretty good. And he ran, he had run a 439 mile up until that point that season. And 439 was already a big PR. Yeah. yeah. And so the, <laughs> my freshman year, I ran 449. 49. Yeah. So I'd already PR by 10 seconds. So, but I thought if he got his legs back under him healthfully and we could do one or two really good speed workouts um, with fresh legs, yeah, he would realize how fast he could go and how, how that would feel. And so that state championship, he literally went out with the guy that I knew was going to break 420 and did and tried to hang on. He ends up a tough fifth but ran a 431. Like three yeah. weeks later, you drop. This is that conference, right? Yeah, you dropped seven seconds. No, you at the state. Eight you seconds. Ended up oh, yeah. No, that was. Yeah. 
that was a statement. Yeah, so yeah, you drop eight fourth, seconds, I think, in, in just three weeks, uh, yeah. in a mile, you know, and you're yeah. already running that fast. That, that was a, to me, that was a significant drop. I right. was like, that allows us to go on and maybe be recruited somewhere. Yeah, do even D two somewhere, especially as a sophomore. I ran I mean, four thirty one though. I ran a four thirty one after conference week the week before. I ran four twenty eight. Mm. Right. I ran 431 because I tried to go out with the guy who ended up running 417. Oh, okay. I wasn't in 417. <laughs> but I hung on. I hung yeah. on for the 205 yeah. for the first four or 207, the first four, uh, first 800. Yeah. And yeah. then I just, yeah, I was dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, again, mentally, he was there. He had won. Mentally, I was, I was like, I'm either winning or I'm losing. Yeah. And it. he had won in, in cross country that previous season. So he's racing the same guys at the state meet in the mile and so yeah. he was like i can beat these guys mentally mm-hmm. but physically i knew it wasn't gonna happen yeah so i don't i i wouldn't have put that strategy for him but why not we're a sophomore let yeah. let him do it yeah you know yeah. we can we can change things next year yeah and we did and, and fine-tuned it and you went on to run 420 the yeah. junior year without soccer and yeah so yeah it's a good example so so real quick um what was like what was a staple week of workouts like like just give me like an example of like a week's training in uh in high school like junior or senior year or whatever starting okay starting with yeah. like sunday let's say we start the week on sunday yeah sunday was usually a long run uh wake up before church go long run um uh, usually nine to 12 miles most most of the time it was either 10 or 11 yeah we're talking in the peak of his training right yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. i hit 13 miles one time ever in high school 13.1 because i had to do that extra point one (laughs) uh and i did at like like 723 pace i was just like doing it just to do it yeah um and then um but most of the time i didn't let him go over 11 yeah, yeah. I did twelve a few times, few and far between. Which, like I said, is big too because a lot of guys will get excited and be like, "Well, let's just yeah. go the, the extra couple miles," you know, mm-hmm. and yeah, then they'll get hurt like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, through high school, I only went over sixty miles a week six times all of my high school career. Yeah, and the highest I ever went was sixty-four, twice. Hmm. So so Monday is going to be a recovery day. Yeah, medium yeah. medium distance be, seven yeah. miles something like that and, and you're running you run your easy runs in like around what pace uh then like okay like senior year probably around 650 to 720s yeah yeah so basically right at, like right at two minutes over yeah pace. so so pretty chill yeah. for like what most high schoolers do on their easy runs yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. pretty is pretty the board okay at at this point i tell them to buy into technology so we get the heart rate monitor and we make sure that easy runs are not more than said heart rates yeah and i yeah i for high schoolers that age i, I like to go 155 ish or below yeah. Or, yeah. or lower yeah yeah so if you're doing that but easy way for pacing though, if you don't have heart rate monitors or anything like that, the easy way is two minutes over pace yeah. on a five k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then Tuesday would be a workout. Um, uh, either 
early in season, probably like a tempo threshold stuff. Um, mid-season, it'd be like longer threshold um, repeats, like Ks and stuff. Well, I remember, I remember you told you were telling me about a, a workout you did where you ran like a what was it, like a sixteen twelve five k, and then ten minutes later you ran a sixteen forty eight on the track. Oh, that <laughs> was that a, was a race. That was a meet. Okay, hey, so yeah. what do you do when you got a meet in the middle of the in the middle of the season, in the middle so of the exactly. week? And during yeah. cross, I always, uh, so I like the especially when I moved to South Carolina my senior year. Okay, so yeah. I moved from Arkansas to South Carolina my senior year, and coming in, nobody knows who I am. Nobody yeah. knows I won two state championships in Arkansas. So, and I, nobody uh, cares until you beat them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I didn't beat anybody on purpose. <laughs> I, I, I would actually. That's yeah. That's really. Yeah. So early in the season, early in the season, yeah. I wasn't in great shape. I ran like seventeen twenty three on a uh, on the state course. Actually, what state was going to be held at? So I got to see state, but I ate a Chick Fil A chicken sandwich like an hour before. <laughs> And I cramped up, and I did. I drank one pretty water sure, bottle the whole morning. Pretty sure it wasn't the Chick Fil A sandwich. I think it was the dehydration. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. dehydrated either. Yeah. But it was. It was. It just didn't make for a good run. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, and so. So they. And I also wasn't in great shape. I was like maybe in like sixteen forties shape yeah. at that point. Because yeah. then, like yeah. two weeks later, I ended up running sixteen forty one, at in Atlanta, and that was like at ninety. 90- Six percent humidity or something yeah. ridiculous yeah. and and hot yeah, yeah. so like and, florida uh, every day yes yeah, yeah normal, <laughs> normal normal winter day in florida and yeah. you know you know you're you're from florida you understand that florida it's is not yeah it's not you know normal temperatures i wouldn't train there oh yeah 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 ask 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 alex how uh, I, uh how I that training it. went it was great. <laughs> whole different volume i hated it gained gained eight I, pounds while he was well, i gained eight house. pounds because your dad fended me like i was a nfl <laughs> linebacker <laughs> and also we were only running like every other not even every we were in like two times at your house yeah, just because we couldn't even leave the house because the air condition if we left the air conditioning for five minutes we'd have a heat stroke yeah so going back to the training part in a typical week he looks at me and he says, dad, I've got a temple run today. And I said, that's fine. And he says, but I'm supposed to race today. I said, okay, what do I do? You do what you have to do to win the race. He runs 16, 14 and he wins the race. This is that regional. So now this is pretty yeah. late in the season. Yeah. I'm actually pretty yeah. sad. And, and then he's like, I still got three more miles. And I was like, all right, based on that pace, we're going to average this pace. And so the next three miles has to be at this. I really didn't have a set pace for the second run. Yeah. Yeah. The first run was do what you have to do to win. That's it. But the second 16, one wasn't going to be a jog. 16, 14. It was no, yes. I think the next guy was like 16, mm. 20. So I, I only won by like six or so seconds. I was in sub 16 shape at that point. Yeah. Um, but I only did what I had to do. To but win. we didn't want to show that. Yeah. No, yeah, of course. Especially that late yeah. in the season going in. If I already like was already that far, of, like mm. nobody knows who I am. Might as well yeah. keep it that way. Um, so I just did what I had to do to win my region. My region wasn't super strong. We had my teammate who was pretty good. And then we had another kid who was a top guy in the state, mm-hmm. but it wasn't very dense. There wasn't a lot of people. There was, yeah, yeah. There was three of us. That was it. That was really talented. Yeah. 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 That, like yeah. the three of us, um, my teammate, he was in good shape, didn't run great. And the other kid was in good shape. 
Um, he ran pretty well. But you turn around and you, after you run that race, yeah, so 10 to you grab your after, teammate. Yeah, I look at my teammate. And you say, let's go. We got to go run. I said, we got a tempo run. Tempo he said, run. what? And I said, we got <laughs> yeah. to do our workout. We got to do the workout now. He's like, we just race. So like, you don't do it in front of the other runners and the other coaches that can see, right? They sneak yeah. off to the other track. Yeah, they have like another track. Way over across campus. Yeah. And, and do this other workout. And so we hop on their track and we do a, uh, we, we drop a, we, we, we ran four seconds slower than what my teammate ran in his 5k. We just did another <laughs> 5k, four seconds slower yeah. than what he did in his 5k. So I ran like 16, 12, 16, 14 in the race. I don't remember. And then, uh, we, we ran a 1648 in the 5k, no 1652 in the 5k afterwards. Yeah. And he ran a 1648 that day on the 5k on the cross country course. And he ran a 16.52 with me right after. So, so you don't – I knew he was – at that yeah, point, I knew he was in better yeah. shape than 16.48. So the program yeah. doesn't really want you but to nobody, deviate Nobody knew it. I ran a 16.48 after the race. Nobody in the state knows that, oh, this kid ran a 16 – or 52 after, after yeah. his 16.12. Right. Nobody knew that. So you don't deviate a whole lot from the training is kind of where we're going with that. Yeah. So the next week, he has the next round of qualifying – which is kind of the final. Oh, so, okay. So in state match, I guess yeah. in state region would be like districts for us. Cause we have district region yes. states. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's like sense. three tiers. So th now this okay. is now the next stage after region is upstate, upstate and low state or low, mm -hmm. I don't know what they call it. Up, we have upstate. They have upper low, state and lower state. Yeah. Upper state yeah. and lower state. So it's just kind of divided by who's on the top. So the coach the says, I don't want you to show your cards again. So he tells the, the front runners, him and his teammate that are decent, I want you to go out and I want you to lead the first mile. He says, well, he just says, I want you to run uh, like race pace the first mile. Yeah. And I want you to run race pace the last mile. Right. I want you to run recover in the middle. Like, like, a, like a tempo or slower. Yeah. So we're really right doing a two mile. In the, in the middle. A, one by, a, a two by one mile repeat with a six minute recovery in between. Yeah. <laughs> and so Wait. I run a five flat. And or you can say six flat, flat and then a five flat right and and, and the people i'm i'm st sitting back knowing what's going on <laughs> and they're talking about this this kid who was winning at the mile but look how far back he's dropped and Back all of a the sudden, mile. they're talking at the last mile like... Because nobody knows this. This kid's yeah. flying this last <laughs> mile. He's really coming back on them. I don't think he's going to catch him. So I'm just watching it unfold. And nobody outside of that meet really understands the training part. But all they see is the time. Of course, yeah. So we knew something was special was going to happen the next week. And it, But then afterwards, after the race, I still have my two... <laughs> that is true so, and you did that barefoot on the football field i think no i did it on the grass yeah, on the grass i mean because the yeah. other kid who actually won that race who's pretty legit actually next year went on to be really fantastic yeah. and much faster than i was in yeah my senior year oh cohen but, uh, yeah 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 um and uh he uh, well i saw him doing his temple run afterwards too he had the same idea that's funny but i mean i mean that's that's how it should be though because yeah. you don't want to peak early in the season, mid-season, or even at region, you know. Because well, because of that, because of that, he he thought I went out with him, died at the mile, and so he thought going into the next week, it's just me and this other kid right. from Lower State who was really fast, and he's just like, it's just us two, um, it's me versus him. So yeah. going into the state, these guys think it's just us, me versus. Me he's versus with us, Cohen, but Cohen he's gonna versus, drop. Cohen yeah. versus yeah. Uh, Sam. Yeah. Um, 
Well, that's I, hold on, real uh, quick, real quick. I think that's so funny, right, right, Ryan? Because like, I feel like, um, what's his name? Uh, Coach Josh from Fort Lauderdale. He kind of tried to do that at districts, and it didn't really work out too well. Um, I remember my senior year, but uh, I mean, it worked out obviously, but it, it didn't work. I, I feel like it didn't work out how he wanted it to, but I I just don't think that you see too many like tactics like that, like in mind games being played in yeah. the high school level I feel like that's what I've all. always been, been good at is really right. just understanding. Cause I'm, I'm, I, I think how I think I'm like, how, those guys are thinking the same thing as me. How, yeah. What would I think? And I think I'm doing all kinds of research on all these guys. I'm, I, I, before going into the state meet, I, I know every single race, these guys are ran every PR I've looked up every course difficulty. I've talked to all the runners <laughs> in the state seeing how, how hard was that course? Was that a legit time? Like, are these guys actually that fit? Are they not that fit? Mm-hmm. So uh, I knew, a, like, I knew everything I could about all the other runners. Um, I'd stock them on Strava. I, I mean, everything <laughs> I could. Just um, knowing and knowing everything about them, really. And yeah. I would really just try to analyze what they would do in the race and how I could, how I could beat them in the race. Yeah. So go going back – Going back to the training, though, you're sticking to the training. You're having the long run. You're having the recovery. You're having this tempo or some form of uh, aerobic threshold workout um, and then some form of speed workout. And, and, you know, whether they're running, racing on Saturday or taking the day off um, depends on kind of what you do, how hard you do your next run on that long run. Yeah. Yeah. So, go ahead, Ryan. What did you want to say? I just want to go back to a second. So the races that you lost, did you get second place or like <laughs> what place did you end up getting? Yeah, great question. Okay, so senior year, I got first race, I think like 23rd. It was awful. That was the chicken sandwich race. Yeah. Um, and then second chicken race was race. in Atlanta. Yeah. And I ran the – the jv race and i got oh second gosh. well there's the gold and then there's the blue yeah, or something yeah. like yeah. that and he ended our up team we we entered as a team yeah. and my team was like okay we i think we missed the varsity race by like two three spots yeah um but uh you ended up second on that race. yeah we got second i got you, second you as got a team second. and second individually yeah. in that race and that was his first trophy that him as a runner ever obtained from a team like he, oh yeah, he got individual oh, yeah. accolades up until back, that point. Three hundred and eighty meter track freshman year, I was the only distance runner on my. We didn't have cross country; we had track. That's it. Oh, um, I played heck? football freshman year in the fall. Fun fact. <laughs> um, Dang, McLovin playing football. Then I was seen that coming. Then I went, was uh, I I was uh, in I was I was the kicker because I played soccer. That's so. true. Um, and then I actually didn't know that. That's funny. Next year, moved to Arkansas. From Only guy on the team. Arkansas. Only guy on the team. Wait, for the team cross. was the Me. junior high basketball team. Oh yeah, junior high basketball team. To uh, to, to have a cross country team. Junior That's high basketball true. coach was the coach. So he'd take his kids to meets just to have a team and get paid that stipend. Yeah. Well, it sounds and, like sounds like McFar- he, he, he had practice Tuesdays and Thursdays. I showed up to practice. I already knew it was bullcrap. <laughs> and he'd say, all right, uh, he had do, to coach uh, 200 him. jump ropes, and uh, we're going to do line drills. And I was like, what? 
And then he said, and then we're going to do a, mi a mile all out. So at the end of practice, I do a mile all out and I do like a 640 mile. And he's like, whoa, that was good. <laughs> he's like, wow. <laughs> Knowing that like I could run like a 430 mile. He didn't know I could do that, but I was just like, yeah. I'd run a 640. And he's like, all right, this week we're going to try and run faster than we did last week. And I'd run like a 635. And he'd be like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. And then I, and as soon as he'd leave, I go run six more miles. Okay. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but so anyway, you're talking about the coaching side. You know, yeah. the coach doesn't know what he, they don't know. Yeah, so and finally we went, to, we went to the AD, and my dad was like, listen, can you? Can I please just can, like, take the reins? Like, we don't need this guy. You can have him just keep coaching. Uh, he can have my spot. paycheck. He said he can, he can keep the paycheck. I don't care. Just <laughs> let me. True. It's let true. me. He's like, it's just, it's just Alex. That's it. Let me just take the reins. Let me. Yeah. He said, I'll take him to the meets. I'll do everything. You just pay for the entry. And so he's like, all right, That's I mean, what sounds fair to me. But Ryan, what were you going to say? No, so the races that that you purposely lost, that was at the regional meet and stuff, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. He did, I, I didn't lose I don't think meet. he purposely lost I didn't lose regional anything I, uh, other than regionals, the regional strategy. I, I raced to win because I, I, I knew I was fit enough to win. Um, not like – it wasn't like easy. It was still a tough run. Yeah. The kid was actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, but – um it wasn't all out it was like i'd say 80 to 85 percent as though it was faster than temple run easier than a race race because to give you like a perspective like your dad and garrett's dad so different garrett's dad at the district meeting a mile <laughs> he jogged the the mile yeah. at a 440 and I his heard dad some was yeah. like screaming cursing like why yeah. why were you chilling it and then <laughs> <laughs> like your dad obviously understands really understands distance okay right? so so yeah. let me let me just i think there's just that. a there's just a difference in understanding of the sport well, okay yeah. let exactly. me explain that real quick so my dad has no knowledge of any sport whatsoever so any sport like literally like basically any sport especially he's got running. some knowledge but okay, yeah he's right. got yeah okay yeah. he won't be but, in this he knows football he <laughs> understands the concept of you know, scoring a touchdown or yeah, hitting a yeah, home yeah. run or oh, whatever, course, you know. Of course, And okay. winning a race. And that's all winning a race, literally. Winning a race, that's winning, all he knows. Exactly. That's it, right? So, he didn't want me to run the mile my junior year at all. Because sophomore like, year, every Garrett time. When Garrett played football, when Garrett played football, he said, let Garrett, why didn't you score let a touchdown? He says, Dad, I was on defense. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, Keep going, Garrett. Yeah, Go. so, so, junior year, he didn't want me to run the mile at all because – I had been doing good in the 800 my, my sophomore year, and every time I ran the mile, I ran bad. And so my coach, um, he's yes. a very passive guy. He's a very passive guy. He's, he's a really nice guy. Tries to avoid conversation as much as possible. And, like, before, before the race, he's like, hey, Gary, like, if you want to get a chance to, to get a full scholarship, you got to have a mile time down. Because I had an 800 time down. I had a 154 down. But he was like, you got to get the mile down. I think you can run really well at the state meet. So I was like, oh, like, I really don't want to do it. Like, I was like, I did not want to run it at all. So he's like, he's like, dude, you can jog it in your trainers and just run to qualify. I was like, all right, whatever. So I just like completely like, I was like in 15th place in like the first lap. Um, and I just jogged. I just jogged in like my pegs of 446 and came third. And, <laughs> and, um, after the race, my dad was pissed. And he was like, my, it was so funny because Coach Eddie, Ryan knows Coach Eddie, that was my coach at the time. 
he was like ducking and dodging, like trying to hide from my dad the whole time. <laughs> I know what he's gonna think. Because right. he was, yeah, he was so mad. But like I, like he said, it worked out in the end of the day because I had that four twenty four, and if I wouldn't have had that, I wouldn't have gotten right. you know recruited by CSU or any school for that matter. You know. So yeah, twenty four. Yeah. Well, I ran and let's that be honest, in, in recruiting. Uh, it comes down to Garrett, just a fast time. Just FYI, Garrett wasn't a 424 miler in high school. He's a 416 miler. No, that was junior year. I'm talking about junior year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where the, yeah. I just had to clarify. Where the real that recruiting way, starts and people, when it comes. It's yeah. junior year, exactly. And the, and I'm glad my coach understood the importance of that because if I didn't, you know, like I said, I would have had like a 432 or something. In, and a 424 looks a lot better than a 424. Uh, 424 looks a lot better than a 432. So, yeah. 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 But so just talk about how the state meet went for you. Um, to Before we get in the state meet, I want to add, I want to go all the way back to your question <laughs> about the, the soccer part. The soccer yeah. part in combination, I, I said it's two, two parts there. I didn't get to the second part. Okay. Um, mental, physical benefits to him. But the, the second part, I think, was that uh, he was also weight training. And I think the combination of the weight training, which he did the next year without soccer, definitely kept him healthy. Like it kept him strong. It kept him healthy. Yeah. We weren't having injuries. We were training well. And it, it, it made more successful training days. No, I wasn't yeah. training like a football player. I wasn't putting on muscle. I was doing. Yeah. Like, right. I was in the, I was in the lot of core. I was in the weights yeah. weight room for I had a class period that had it and I was in there for 45 minutes a day and half of that was um messing around so yeah. I mean I was I was still doing stuff I was still like I was getting like I mean I was definitely getting a lot stronger I was mm -hmm. probably stronger than that I am now yeah. um but uh like like it wasn't well, it, I mean, I mean, it just like it, it was. It was like it, I was still getting a lot stronger. I had a really strong core too. Like we well, did lots well, of core. Well, I took like core I, seriously, and I took uh, like some of the upper body stuff a little seriously. But I never even touched any leg stuff. Almost, um, it was mostly just upper body and core that I did. Uh, mm -hmm. A little bit of leg strengthening, but not any like I never did squats really. I did lunges and stuff and like step ups with like weight weighted stuff but nothing like like really low weight explosives yeah, yeah. really yeah. 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 yeah 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 and pretty, i mean pretty lightweight stuff i mean like i said there's not heavy weight that i can pick up anyway well the 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 importance of those sports that you play when you're younger is that they just kind of build your body for when mm, you you know yeah commit to running yeah. full-time so that you yeah. don't have those injuries that guys sure. that only have been running their entire lives have yeah. you know so yeah. yeah for sure ryan i mean what kind of experience do you have with your runners like do they cross train at all do they do any other stuff besides just running um one of my guys is a swimmer so he swims once a week sometimes uh biking's big even garrett does it um yeah garrett tries that's really yeah, it uh, <laughs> it's t uh, yeah it's it's especially now it's tough with covid because we can't do you can't go to the pool or the weight room um yeah yeah it's a little uh, different over here in south carolina yeah it's, I'm, that's the one thing i've honestly realized so far from this podcast is things are different from florida a lot different <laughs> dude um, i went into walmart and nobody was wearing masks <laughs> yeah yeah we so, just got back from Walmart. ryan where are you at 
South Florida, I'm, I'm Pembroke Pines. With, yeah. We're Gary. Miami. Just, yeah. just Miami. Miami, yeah, Miami. Yeah, Miami. Just say that. <laughs> um, so let yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, because I wanted to ask you a question, but we didn't even finish answering the, the what you do in the week. I know you yes. said the, the tempo you. stuff, but the, yeah. I guess the second workout, if you just want to go into that real quick. Okay, week. Long run, easy run. Workout, that's more uh, like a like threshold stuff. We'd call that speed work. Yeah. yeah. But with, no, no. With, with active dynamic recoveries. Oh, the second workout, yeah. Yeah. First workout, usually aerobic or like threshold stuff. Um, usually tempo run, long repeats with short rest. Then uh, uh, easy run, easy run. And then like a, mm-hmm. usually a faster, something faster, get the yeah. legs moving. So you'd say something faster is in like five by one K with longer rest in between? No, five or? by one K with short rest would be something that we do early in the week. And then something okay. later in the week would be like 12 by 400 with like two minutes rest. Okay. Okay. Um, at like with a job, then like mm-hmm. 68, something like that 67s yeah. which is pretty yeah. good honestly which was fast yeah. which was fast for me then yeah yeah um and then saturday would be another rest day honestly yeah. every every day that wasn't a workout in high school was a easy day yeah which easy. is a lot different easy than day. i do now yeah and college yeah but yep. yeah training like every day have kind of switched up you know yeah um, i've developed as a runner a lot yeah and also running for different coaches and stuff I mean, well i mean the old yeah and i mean our coach is like he's great like he's the one of the best coaches you can get so yeah shout um, out coach stincy uh yeah. big shout out coach jim jim um, bean stincy if, if you don't know him look him up don't don't look him up on let's run though <laughs> yeah don't, don't look him up on let's run. <laughs> so let me just add to that Some coach stincy thing though you, you guys are running for a coach that's coached over 70 All-American D1 runners. And a how lot of people you, don't know that. Right. How, yeah. how does this guy end up at Charleston Southern? And that's why Alex is at Charleston Southern, let's be yeah. honest, is because of <laughs> coach. That's why, that's why coach I'm too. Charleston yeah. Southern. Right, right. So, <laughs> like, if people understand that the coach is more important than most other variables yeah i think the most important thing is do they have your major and what do you want to do the rest of, of your life because you're probably yeah, not going to be around who you are yeah second for me right. it was it the coach secondly is going to and then if they had my major secondly yeah. is going to be running so you guys are blessed with a coach that uh has the knowledge and and i at eastern michigan i was blessed with you know really one of the best greatest coaches ever in college and who um, who was he uh, Bob Parks, yeah, at Eastern Michigan for years, and so they have a tradition. They've had sixty-four straight Olympics where they've had a guy come out of Eastern Michigan. So the tradition there has been been so much. I ran with nine different Olympians when I was there over a five-year mm. span. Um, my sweet mate won the Olympic trials, but it wasn't about me. It was about me learning why am i great coach because i studied this stuff when yeah. i'm watching great yeah. coaches great athletes yeah and that's how i've put together that program garrett was based on all that information and all the great stuff i'm putting it together and piecing it together and, and making it work and showing that it's a proven program because yeah. not only did i do it back in 2000 with you know those teams yeah. but then i took an individual that i got to coach my own son and 
it made it even better, you know, yeah. made them even yeah. faster, you know. I've and, had, I think, and, four or five guys break 16 with this program. Yeah. It's and crazy great program. Yeah. And, and I mean, now with the technology, you can yeah. make this into an app and actually make this, you That's know, right. a That's thing, right. you know. So, where, we're like, how many miles are you running? How fast your current speed is? It takes all that, it calculates the, the, the process and wh- how old you are, what sex you are. It puts it in the, to the program and says, okay, this day, this far, this much, Wait, this fast. How many sexes are there to choose from? Yeah, there's only two. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I mean, well, no. I'm kidding. Okay, nowadays, nowadays, yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah you nowadays, can identify with who you are. It's cool for the South Carolina folks, but sure. like, you get down in Miami and they're like, I'm good. two? What? Two? There's like 64. What do you mean? <laughs> there's unlimited. That's <laughs> not the point of this. Where's, con- where's, uh, where's Beaver on here? I don't know. Yeah, different, <laughs> different podcast. Different um, talk show, different day. Quick question since yeah. you mentioned Coach Stincy. Um, for both of you guys, Alex and, and Coach, um, what was the – as you coaching Alex throughout, your whole, throughout his whole high school career, what, what were you looking to – what were you looking for his next coach to be like? Like what made like, oh, it's definitely Coach Stency besides just his Good. like stats and stuff? So if you're going to leave me as dad slash coach, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a coach that's going to understand that there's a lot more behind the scenes than running like his ball movement issues through many, many workouts was an issue. And we had to bring that <laughs> up in recruiting. <laughs> but, but coaches have to understand that this is going to be an issue for you. And he's got to have to work through that. And if coach just gets frustrated the but first year during every workout, <laughs> or at least, you know, twice or three times a week during workouts, um, you know, that was, that's real stuff right there, Ryan. Yeah. yeah. And, and what I'm looking for is someone that says, look, you had to drop a class. If you drop this class, you're not eligible to run. Let me step in and help you walk through it and figure out how we can do this together. And when we sat across Coach Stincy and he says, Alex, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? And Alex says, I want your job. Coach Stincy says, I love that idea. What other coaches is going to buy into that, coach right? Said, yeah. Great, I'm out of here. And he, <laughs> and he did say that to other coaches. I want to do what you're doing. And that's how I became the coach of Charleston Southern. But, but honestly, <laughs> Jerry, go for everyone right now. Coach Stincy <laughs> allowed him to, to follow his ideals and dreams. And, you know, you're asking what I was looking for for him. I was looking for another father figure but also knew what they were doing and talking about for training purposes. Um, that was, that was really important. You know, you had a lot of college coaches that think they know what they're doing. Yeah. And when you just ask some certain vital questions, you know, and look at their the first answer is, uh, yeah, uh, I do. Yeah. We know about Jack Daniels. Uh, we do a lot of Jack Daniels <laughs> <We> stuff. <know>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We do uh, oh, threshold aerobic tempos. Threshold. Aerobic yeah. threshold. I know all about that. Yeah. It's yeah. hard and run fast. <laughs> but all good coaches Stuff. can walk through that answer, Ryan, very, very methodically because they do have a method to their madness. But some coaches um, didn't understand some other angles and variables to, to athletes coming in. 
And I, and I could hear that on the recruiting phases. So I'll say, would you like kind of like test him? Like, does he like, would you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You know, and, and we went to a recruit where one of the coaches wouldn't let me be part of it. Oof. Oh and yeah. Alex, so Alex so, texts me two hours later and says, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you guys didn't know, don't um, say the school Gary. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm just, no, I'm not. Because Gary, you say some crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, um, Alex, uh, Alex would go on every recruiting visit with his dad. So yeah. just to that's awesome. most, most, most coaches knew that, but one didn't. Okay. Yeah. And let's just say when my dad showed <laughs> up and he was like, what are you doing here? Oh, I thought I just let my eight, seven, you were yeah, 17. Yeah, the school was six hours away. I thought I just didn't my, expect my dad to yeah. come. I thought I'd just let my 17-year-old son drive six or five and a half hours away to just uh, hang out with people I've never met before and uh, see if he likes you. Yeah. yeah. So, Alex, does that mean you're kind of letting your dad kind of do more like the questioning? You're just like kind of just waiting for the I'd answers? Say it's or, evil yeah. mix. Uh, but yeah, he asked a lot. He probably asked more questions than I did, which kind of helped because he was better at asking those questions. But being a college athlete, Ryan, it helped me know what I think college high school kids might want to look for and uh, the whole recruiting part there. I wasn't recruited. I recruited myself to Eastern Michigan, but mm. the, I was recruited to like a D3 school. I mean, I, back, in, back then, though. take like, anybody. Well, what were the ways to get recruited? Because, I mean, there wasn't the yeah, internet. Like, the internet wasn't a yeah. mainstream kind of thing, you know? They sent telegraphs? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> they a coach would see times and go through and be like, okay, this kid's pretty consistent. He's run this fast. Um, it, it wasn't – they had to do research because it well, yeah, wasn't going to come up there, on mile split. Yeah, there wasn't a database yeah. back then. So Yeah, but they had access to, like, the results of the state meet or the results of uh, uh, this particular meet would be out there online. Yeah. Um, even bigger invitationals were still out there. Yeah. And so – but if you weren't being recruited, which most mid-average athletes weren't, you'd have to recruit yourself. You'd have to yeah. call coaches and do, do some work. Yeah. So good questions. Yeah. Um, so flipping, I know we're flipping all the way like back and forth and back and forth, mm -hmm. but just to finish up Alex's senior year. So he goes on to state and you can explain the rest. All right. So after upper state where I did the five, five just try and, try and keep it short and short and sweet. Not yeah, like six, sweet. Five, what's your five. strategy at the state? Okay. Meeting? So yeah. then Going into the next next uh, week, so nobody knows who I am. Nobody thinks I can win the state meet. Not even my own teammates think I can win the state meet. I actually made a bet with one of my teammates, and if I won the state meet, he shaved his legs. And so nobody, like, nobody even thinks I can win the state meet. Not even, like, some of my own teammates. Because some of my own teammates weren't even aware of what I was doing outside of practice. Yeah, truth. Because, like, on the weekends when we didn't have practice, I was doing my tempo runs. We somewhat um, had to hide it from coach yeah too. like a lot of my stuff like i was thought coach uh, thought i was running 40 miles a week at practice but i was really doing an extra 20 outside uh, like after like outside yeah. of practice yeah, yeah trust me i know i know a lot about hiding things from coaches <laughs> 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 i think a lot of a lot of the good high school runners uh i wouldn't say that because a lot of good high school runners do have really good coaches but anyway my coach was You'd actually be surprised in, in high school 50. yeah in, yeah give or take 
but my, my high school coach was actually pretty good. Uh, well, my senior year coach, who, whenever I moved to South Carolina, I actually had a real team. Um, so it was kind of like 50, 50 between him and the other coach, but, um, he did have some, like, we did have a lot of good runs. I just don't think there was a lot of, uh, they weren't long enough quantity. The yeah. quality was there. The quantity wasn't. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so in the state meet, where are we at? So get the state meet anyway. You have the two studs. Yeah. You got the two guys who are studs and then you got about three, two others. or three outside shots. And Alex, being I one was, of those guys. I was ranked yeah. number five. I don't even think I was the only one considering myself an outside shot. Nobody else was considering me even an outside shot. Yeah. I, as far as I know. Um, so going in the state meet, we go through a mile. At, um, Lee guys go through 451. I come through about a second behind 452. Damn. Just kind of hanging on their shoulders. Um, yeah. yeah. And then there's another guy behind about 454 or so. And uh, I'm just like hanging off right on. And that was my plan. My plan was to hang right off their shoulder because I knew they were going to stay together. Um, What's and, your plan? Like, uh, he, I think it's important to know his plan before how it unfolded. Yeah. Uh, right after. Right. After the two-mile mark, um, right before the two-mile mark, there's a hill. There's big a hill. A giant hill. Go up the hill with them. Giant hill. Relax up the hill, try and hang with them. After the hill, then make my move. Okay, so. That's um, a plan. And try and go from there. Anyway, we get to uh, we get to the hill, and I'm still there. It's almost two miles in there. Just shy of two miles, about 1.9. We're at the hill. And uh, I see an opportunity to kind of, like, take a take – a, a shorter turn than they did. So the hill kind of goes like, like this, and then it goes like this and you're on the hill, but the path is like this. So they decide to stay oh, along so the you, left edge. Yes. So take you the long way. Okay. And I go straight through. Mm-hmm. So it goes like this and I'm going from this side and now I'm on the right side of the course. And they're yeah. still on the left side. They kind of take with it. And they didn't want to go across mm-hmm. that because there's sand. There's a sandbar right in between. Right. It, mm, and I ran okay. straight through the sandbar. Huge sandy hill. It's about three strides through the sandbar to get to, I mean, to take that shorter path. And I knew, I, I ran the course before, and uh, right before the race, and I thought, I think that they're not going to want to run through this. So once we get to the sandbar, I do it. And all of a sudden, I go from four meters behind them to now I'm four meters in front of them. So I'm like, oh, I'm four meters in front of them. I... Don't need to make my move to the top of the hill. I'll just wait. I'll just relax up the hill. I just saves me some time. So I just started like almost like I felt like I was like I slowed down going up the hill. I was like jogging. And so I'm just like, I don't know if I was just feeling good, but they weren't they weren't coming back on me. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? And so I just kept going. I was like, I guess they're just chilling with me. And uh so we get to the top of the hill and all of a sudden I I now gapped them by like a couple more meters. I went from like four meters to like seven to ten meters now on them and make the turn and i see my dad and my dad's like good work good work like he thought i made my move yeah um and i'm like okay i guess uh <laughs> okay. i to make my move and i guess i get to make it with a 10 meter lead already so then i just start taking off and my dad's yeah. like he's yelling at me he's like shoot your stride blah, blah, blah. all these like all the stuff you know the technical parts of um, not gonna yeah, lie, right, Ryan. Not gonna lie, Ryan. That kind of doesn't it low key kind of sound like what Fiori did at regionals to uh to the St. Thomas guys. Remember, like I told you earlier in the podcast that at districts, like um, Coach Josh had Michael like jog the district mile or the district 5k, and then at regionals, he just destroyed everybody. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear, I want to hear yeah. your story. <laughs> 
No, yeah, yeah, my bad. <laughs> anyway, uh, so all of a sudden, I'm 10 meters ahead with, um, with uh, 1.1 to go. Right, coming into the two miles. And I don't really know how far I'm ahead. I think they're right on my shoulder now because I thought, oh, they're not going to let me go. But they did let me go. And I found out, well, anyway, I go on and I – I'm running scared because I'm like, run scared. I am That's not, what I said. I said, I, run scared, I never turned around. So I never knew how close they were, yeah, interesting. but I was running. Uh, like I was just like, okay, this last mile needs to be out of my mind because I know these guys are like good. They're real they're legit. Yeah. Um, and they've ran well fast. They've ran well faster paces in races than what I'm even running right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they could easily come on me right now. So I'm just like running out of my mind. And uh, at this point, at the two mile, he's got a seven to eight second lead, solid. Yeah. Which is a huge lead at the state finals. Yeah. yeah. Eh, not at by the, the two mile. But I, I, I had like a three to four second lead um, yeah. at, at the two mile mark, which was like right after the hill. Yeah. Anyway, it's pretty flat from there on. So you go through two mile at what, like, like 950s? 10 no three, our first one was 452 10. and our second mile was like a 515 oh so sandy oh, so guys, hilly yeah, yeah that's so what i'm guys, saying like going up the hill yeah. i felt like i was jogging yeah so you guys um, didn't weren't really pushing it too hard then no not the second mile no oh yeah i i don't really i don't know the exact pace of the second mile yeah yeah i just only remember the first mile because i saw it as i was running by yeah um anyway uh I know my last mile was like a 445, 445 to 450. Dang. It was under 450. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was the fastest mile of my race. And uh, anyway, that was just because I was running scared. Yeah. And uh, I, with like um, at what 100 point, meters. At what point do you realize you're going to win? Um, well, I felt like I was going to win. Well, usually you're telling me what's going on in the race. That's true. That's so about 300 meters out, he's telling me, he's like, you got this. You got, now you're just shooting for time. Anyway, um, <laughs> then I'm coming over. The, there's like this last little like downhill going into the, into the race. And then I'm just like hauling butt because I don't really know how much I got this. And also yeah. I knew I can get a good time here. So then I crossed the line. And I just like, I'm just like, yeah. And, uh, Cause I knew I PR'd by a lot. I ran fit. I ran the clock said 1520. Yeah, it did. It did. The official time said 1530. They added 10 yeah. seconds to everybody's time yeah, in the race. Everybody We're was like, sure everybody why. thought they ran 10 seconds faster than, mm-hmm. cause the clock said was 10 seconds. To, I don't know. Yeah, not, sure. uh, we don't know what went on. Yeah. There. Um, but anyway, 1530. And uh, huge PR, especially season PR, because my season PR before mm-hmm. that was the sixteen twelve I ran at Region. Um, and my yeah. PR the year before was a fifteen fifty five as a junior. Yeah, so you just went crazy. So two things happened right there that uh, I think um, Ryan will be interested in. One, uh, we peaked well again. So uh, on this program. <laughs> There is a peak date that you're picking, and uh, we're just – that's the part we're trying to work out that, that uh, actually works properly to where it reduces the right percentage for peaking said weeks out coming into the date you want to peak at. And uh, the first year you peaked by 39 seconds. The next year you peaked by – like another 25 seconds but then this year the senior year he peaks by 40 
too. Yeah, like like you don't just drop these times without doing the right things and, and peaking the and, right way. And yeah. you did that in what way? Like you did you severely drop off mileage towards the end of the Oh yeah, like, I ran a I ran a, a forty two second season PR my senior year because I never had, showed my cards. Or had the chance to show your cards. Yeah. Yeah. I never had I think really he had like a, a chance to show race. his cards, Ryan. If he had run, he had, that's going back to it, Ryan. If like he really, had, really the only honest hard race I ran that yeah. whole season was the one in Atlanta where I ran sixteen forty one. Yeah. And that was like that was like a like a hard race. Yeah. You ran another I just wasn't very fit. You ran another one though that uh kind of you ended up placing fifth. You got your special bag that you were looking for. Um, oh yeah at wendy's at, yeah I ran at, at the at wendy's. wendy's one it was at it was the one we had it at mcalpine where they have the footlocker mm-hmm. yeah. foot south course I, I did run pretty hard there but let's say he did really well and wins that 16, race 14. he he's not holding back ryan so that's kind of where we were at at that point in the season with his training so going back to this the the significant thing that and after he won the race was 10 minutes later, we both looked over, and who's standing at the finish line? Coach Stincy. Mm-hmm. Not other coaches. And I didn't know he was there. And I said, where have you been? He goes, I don't show any of my athletes that I'm recruiting that I'm here until so after the races. Mm. And uh, we were going on a college visit that afternoon to, to his place. Yeah. And he just did one of these, like, that was awesome. Which I think yeah. helped. With, <laughs> yeah, I think helped with my recruiting that I, I it was the day that I won the state meet. Yeah, I, and I was kind of like, he was on a mental high of like, hey, this kid just won the state meet too, which kind of helped with. A little and bit so, and he saw the way you did it, against who you did it. To, yeah, yeah, and know. against the guys who I did it. Absolutely, yeah, who I beat, who absolutely, were legit guys. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, though, the one kid that I beat was a ran four oh six. Then um, that or that that uh track season mm-hmm. and then another kid his senior year was second at Foot Locker South went to Foot Locker Nationals mm-hmm. um and his track season obviously was a was cut short because of the coronavirus oh, yeah. and stuff but on a um he did a time trial where he ran 408 so these weren't yeah. and these and weren't scrubs were beaten right yeah. these were, yeah, legit, were legit guys, guys. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, um, uh, so one, I literally was reading this the other day. They're saying you could only have like one to three re- like all-out effort races. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like you just perfected that so well where you use it to your advantage or you didn't want your runners to know, you know, your competition to know. Yeah. And then on top yeah. of that, yes, you got arguably what, yeah, you had the biggest PR in in your senior se- Like that's just like genius on like a whole nother, like that's just crazy. To me. I don't, that's just, that's just, Garrett, I mean, yeah, I feel like that 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 was also a big reason why I ended up winning the state meet was because that last mile when I passed them, they were like, "Who's this guy? Who's this guy?" And then like the one kid um, from the upstate was like, "This is the same kid I just whooped uh, last week in the at the upper state qualifiers." And he he died after a mile. After a mile, there's no Mm -hmm. way he's hanging on. Exactly. And then the other guy was like, he was from Low Country, and I didn't race him up. He didn't even know who I was, Um, and he was just like. He probably looked at the other guy and was like, who's this kid? And they're like, oh, I don't know. He'll come back to us. And then I never came back to them. I actually ended up winning state by 13 seconds. That's true. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. they just let me go. 
was because they were like, he, he'll come back. He's going to die. So was um, that the, the best you felt in the race, the, your last race? Oh, yeah. I felt like I was running on – like, I didn't – that race, I just I felt like I, was, I like had him. wings on. It's just um, – It felt I, – I felt like I was running on clouds. And yeah. it's just – it's crazy because, like, Garrett had the opposite issue where at the state meet, he actually did horrible – well, not horrible. I don't want to put on the spot. But he didn't do good because – I feel like we mismanage peaking and stuff. It's just like, how do you know as a coach, like, obviously your program and stuff, but like, mm-hmm. obviously taking a risk, you're like, oh, we're going to wait for the last race to have his best race. Like, do you ever kind of quit? You know what I mean? Like, it's so tough for that last race to be the best race. You know what I mean? Like, how do you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I actually wasn't even trying to make that my best race of the season. Hmm. I was actually um, trying to peak for. Uh, uh, NX, NXR, NXR, NXR. Yeah. trying to make the Nike, Nike yeah. Cross Nationals. Yeah, and um, that was a month after state. I was I was definitely peaking for um, state as well. I was trying to like double peak, but I was like the main peak where I was trying to peak at was for N- NXR, mm-hmm. um, which I think actually helped with peaking at state because I I did a lot faster taper, um, more more aggressive, but um still like having more depth going into the state meet like mm-hmm. i still ran like 55 miles the week before the state meet week which i think was more beneficial and like still having that mileage and then dropping down to like 40 going into state um and that way i would still have enough fitness to come back up to 50 mm-hmm. to 55 for the next month going into nx nxr yeah. and then um and then slowly dropping like three weeks going into NXR. But yep. anyway, I was trying to qualify for NXR. I so I extended my season a, a couple weeks after um, the state meet, mm-hmm. and I ended up getting sick the week before uh, the qualifiers. That's true. Um, as I always do before in the fall NXR. And, before the fall mm-hmm. in the fall and spring is always I have really bad allergies, so I got yeah. a sinus infection, and it was just a really bad week of training. And I didn't feel good. And the conditions that day were awful for running. So um, it was like awful for everybody. Like 45 but, yeah, degrees yeah. and it was pouring, absolutely pouring rain. Terrible and for I was the spectators already, I was already and sick and now I'm running in the pouring rain. So I'm already got chills and then I'm in this pouring rain and I'm just so cold. Yeah. Um, and it just didn't make for a good, good day. So I, I, I feel like I was even as fit, the most fit I ever was in going to see me. Going into NXR before that week, I was a good 15 seconds faster. I, I feel like I think you peaked the week way. before. Yeah. Yeah. The week I think before, you probably like I if 15, we would have had it 15. one more week, I think I would have had an outside shot going to NXR. I think he runs 15 15 or something in there yeah. the week before. I would have been in contention. But Ryan, you, you're, you're right. There's, there's a fine line about trying to peak athletes just right. And I did a very poor job at that. Um, in my early years with those Michigan teams and we did average at the state meet. We did much better at regionals. I think probably cause I had them peaking at regionals intentionally cause you only get top three teams and you get out. It wasn't like we were guaranteed to ever get out of these regionals. We had to run well that day to get into the state meet. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's hard. 
Peaking is, uh, we've, we've done two, two types of peaking. We've done a long stretch of slow regression. Like a six week. Like a six week out. Like and, four, and then three, we've five, done. Three, between three and seven miles every week. Mm -hmm. And then we've done a more aggressive reduction of about a three week phase out. And really, I think that works better. Keeping them sharper, longer. Like a 55 uh, de to Definitely a 50. gives them a better chance to, to do better. Yeah, this is like high yeah. school. Like 55 to 50 to like Yeah, mid-40s. Yeah, yeah. Low, 40s. low 40s. Low 40s, high 30s, I'd say. Yep. But last week. Yeah, there was one thing I was also reading about tapering recently. Was they were saying that like, say the state meet, uh, whatever, like the following week, that they're saying mm -hmm. the week before to kind of have a harder week and then the week before that have an easier week. So like, they're saying some kids need a hard week before going to the – to the state not a hard week but harder than the previous week and i just think tapering so, so there you go yeah great great point but I, I wouldn't use the word week i would use the words workouts like this particular week my workouts are really aggressive yeah we definitely had we probably put um uh, an extra rest day in between some of the workouts so we were resting maybe uh two days instead of one day and so every third day we would do a, a poignant workout, but those workouts, um, they were going to be fast and they were going to be on point and on pace. And what, what we were trying to do for, for that workout, whether the statement was, you know, that time or whatever, those workouts were going to be aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. One example of like an aggressive workout that we did during track indoor track season, my junior year that I like to think about is, um, yeah. Uh, this was before I set my my 420, uh, 420 PR, high school PR. Um, and we did – so I knew I was around low 420 shape. So I thought, okay, um, I actually saw this workout from uh, Nick Simmons and a, a, like a – not before Nick Simmons was YouTube Nick Simmons. Yeah, yeah. This was like Nick's, like pro runner Nick Simmons. Yeah. Um, and they did a peak workout whenever they were going, he was going train for one of his 800s. Um, they did. Talking, are you going to say the uh, Brooks beast? Um, three by 400. Yeah. Yeah. And they went like, like all out every 50, single one. Yeah. They, they were did, like, like 52, yeah. 51, 53, mm -hmm. something like that on all three. And they did it with like two minutes rest. So I did the same thing. It's a mile though. I'm just going to mile not 800. So I did 800s. Right. And we did three minutes rest. I doubled it. And, uh, so I knew I was in around 420 shape. So I said, I'm going to do the first two at 210. Yep. And if I can't do the first two at 210, then I'm going to do it. I'm at whatever I can. Right. I'm going to yeah. do the first one at 210. Cause I know I can do one at 210. I'm going to try and do the next one at 210. And what'd you run them in the first two? I went, uh, 210. And then I think it was 211. Yeah. Like 211. It was like right on pace. Yeah. And then 209. And then my last one, my last one was supposed to be all out. Mm -hmm. um, but not like going to the tank all out because you never want to go to the tank and work out. Yeah. Uh, it was like all out 95%. The extra 5% is going to the tank. Um, and I ran a 209 on the last one. And I knew that whatever I could run the last one in, add that to 210 mm -hmm. would be about the pace I could run for a mile. And I ran 209, which came out to 210 plus the 209. 419. Or 419. Yeah. Yeah. And I ended up running 4, 
20. 20.5. Eight days later. In the full mile, which is roughly around 419. No, 1600. Oh, oh, 600. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's indoors as well. And but, outdoors. So uh, outdoors, I guess it could be. But yeah. uh, that proves that if you're really doing your homework, Garrett, Ryan, yeah. if you're doing your homework, you understand that pacing is all about numbers. And if you hit the pace, you know, he could run a 205 and probably come back five minutes later and probably run another 210 or 205. But that's not the workout. The workout says this based on this rest. And if you're doing it right. Yeah, the point of the workout was mm -hmm. was the third rep. Mm -hmm. The third rep was yeah. the workout. And too many people the don't. The first two were just to get me tired. And too many people don't count that third mile as important. Yeah. They just think that third mile in a 5K is to see what you got left in the tank. Mm -hmm. And it's wrong. not that. Yeah, it's, it's very not, wrong. You know? Yeah. And a lot and, of coaches will, will say, oh, that's when you got to find it in you. Well, how, how are you going to find it in you if you don't physically have it in you? <laughs> you know? Like, you want to know how to find it in you? Have legs left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have something have, have the, that you yeah, can feel your legs. Have in your legs. Yep. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's a, it's like, it just takes practice and experience a lot of practice. to know mm -hmm. what's the balance between I need some juice left or I have too much juice left. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or I don't have juice left. It's yeah. finding I have just enough juice left. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of juice? Orange? <laughs> cranberry. I was just gonna say, uh, I'm talking about Ooh. cross country a lot. I don't even know anything about you track wise, like going to like your senior with indoor and outdoor. Mm. Nah, senior I don't year. Wanna, I don't even want to. I don't even want to hear any more about senior year because. Oh yeah. Well, I right, real quick, I'll just sum it up. Alex had horrible aller allergies and ran terrible, but almost went outdoors. Stage. Outdoors never <laughs> went well for me because, as I said, I have horrible allergies. Really? Like yeah. awful. Um, we're still working on it. The only well, reason he, we did well junior year, I ran a four twenty. I ran a four twenty. My PR was indoors for a reason because yeah. it was winter yeah. before spring came. Yeah, and he ran two four twenty twos outdoors, very consistent outdoors. Yeah, but um, you were taking serious allergy shots in Arkansas. Yeah, I would have to get four shots a week. Yeah, for my allergies. We. That's that was reality. Jeez. Um, so yeah. great, great point, Garrett. Uh, and that to was, bring and it that, up. yeah, and that was that was his junior year, and then senior year, he had he had like a huge Garrett moment, right. and right, <laughs> like when well, I we ran moved 442. From, yeah, yep, yeah. we moved from one state to the other, so the whole adjustment in this spring environment in yeah, South Carolina, new, was, it was like new allergies. Yeah, it weren't quite as bad as Arkansas. I'll say that Arkansas, and also because I was getting older and I'm kind of more adapting. Arkansas was awful compared to from before Arkansas was New Mexico and in New Mexico, they don't have anything that grows. So you don't have allergies, yeah. but his training wasn't unless you're allergic to tumbleweeds, yeah. but yeah. your training wasn't as strong either. Yeah. I also wasn't and as serious about running. He had signed. I mean, what, what do you, what do you care at that point? I signed and yeah, it kind of got in my head like, oh, I'm already signing on a scholarship. There's not much more I need to do. And you looked at me halfway through the track season, and you said, I'm already training for cross country next yeah. year, right? And that that's so, fair. That I mean, that yeah. is fair. At the same time, you do want that glory of winning a state championship. But at the end of the day, you have my to My main focus you have to my put... senior year, actually, for outdoors was uh, 
winning uh, for my uh, state title for my team yeah, and for the team. Yeah. He's never done anything with the team or for yeah, the team. Oh, yeah. I was like, I which, won individually. I want to win something with my team. Which he did win the 4 by 8 uh, He did go on to win the 4 by 8 which, yeah. which was a quite epic. exciting Here's race. epic. Yeah. If you yeah. get a chance to see the South Carolina 4A state championship 4 by 8 in 2018? Uh, yeah. 19. No, 19. 19. 2019. 2019. Unbelievable well, race. Okay. You, will see, you will see a lot of changes in leads and – so it's oh. you just we're not gonna it's awesome yeah. gonna, awesome race to watch sorry Wes. garrett you you've shown me a few of yours that, that yeah. i've enjoyed but yeah, yeah that was one for the ages yeah yeah um the we probably w- shouldn't have won that race but we did yeah you shouldn't have won the there's a lot of races meet, that i shouldn't have won it if we yeah back but out. anyways reason back at my career like i was going back to uh to what i was gonna go for so you didn't really you know in a way when you get to that point you sign and you're like yeah i want to win a state title but at what cost if i want to you know compete well in college i gotta sacrifice this you know what i mean and i think a lot of guys do kind of get caught up on on uh like high school accolades and then when they get to college they kind of just you know plummet it's funny when you go to college and you're like oh i'm a state champion and then the next guy next to you is like so am so I. I. <laughs> yeah. We all like, oh, well. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, and I was actually a state champion in, like, a real state instead of Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like, our, our state actually was good at running. Yeah. <laughs> like, Virginia or something. If like, you ran one race in Arkansas and cross country, you qualified yourself to run the state finals. Yeah. Team. The qualifier what? For, uh, for cross uh, <laughs> cross country in Arkansas was – Run a race. One race. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be in the state of Arkansas. Yeah. That was the yeah. rule. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It had, yeah, you couldn't run it in Missouri. Because we did go to Missouri and run some, and those PR, those races didn't count for your yeah. seeds. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think actually once my junior season, I think I only ran one race in Arkansas. Because there's so, just nobody to race it. There was, there was one really true. good kid who was just far way ahead of everybody um who i like wanted to beat but it, he was just he, he didn't he runs, run many in arkansas either. no he didn't well yeah he had to get out he obviously had to get out of state especially because he was um to go find competition but yeah awesome questions man yeah so so um one one quick thing i was gonna ask so how did how do you think that you do you think you transitioned well going from and obviously i feel like your dad's coaching helped helped you out a lot there with your you know longer temples and stuff do you think you transitioned well as far as training going from high school to college uh yes I think one of the biggest changes was mileage um having not I think my change from mileage though was not quite as significant as somebody like you yeah or Jacob on our team like we had yeah yeah we got a kid on our team who was running 25 35 miles a week max yeah. in high school yeah compared to me that i did have experience between 60 to 65 miles at some points in high school but like once you get to college like you're gonna do that every week that's yeah that's, like, that's, that's a short not, week. if you're running 60 to 65 you're not running enough yeah, yeah dude like like and like i guess that like very few times in high school. again this week i'm gonna hit around like 75 to 80 miles and 
I'm like, where did this come from? I thought I was yeah. an 800 runner. <laughs> like yeah. I never would have, I never would have saw this coming, but here yeah. I am. Um, yeah. And, and real quick before, I mean, Ryan, I think you, you want to, do you have anything else before I, I ask this last question? Then we'll go into the rapid fire questions or. Um, yeah, I guess I was one quick question. Um, yeah. Well, it's just the relationship. Like kind of, it's kind of what he said, but like, yeah. what's the relationship of your dad coaching you? And like, like that's obviously actually like you can't skip a long run because you know like your coach knows if you did a long run or not you know what i mean like what is... or cut it short right yeah. so yeah, like... it definitely did it definitely did make uh i definitely had that accountability there every single day yeah and so that really helped with like hey if i wanted to skip a run i had to convince him that i needed to skip a run yeah like it was um i would find i would do research I would have to research why I needed to skip this run. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, yeah, the, there was, there were some times where dad and coach clashed at some points. Um, sometimes, especially like in deep in a workout where I'm not having a great workout, he's pushing me and my testosterone's high. Yeah. And he's, <laughs> he's get he's getting, he's getting at me and I'm just not having it that day. Yeah. Um, cause one, I'm not having a good workout Two, I'm all sweaty and gross and nobody's happy when they're all sweaty and gross. Yeah. And three, I'm, yeah. uh, my testosterone is high. Yeah. Shooting through the roof. Yeah. So you, you, you say the wrong thing and, uh, it could, it sometimes yeah. it escalates. A couple yeah, times, yeah. 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 But yeah. yeah. So from my perspective, Ryan, I say this wholeheartedly. Alex was the easiest kid to ever coach. He was intrinsically motivated to get out and run, get up and run, you know, 5 a.m. and go up to the track. At, I haven't done my workout for the day, and I, we still need that speed workout. Um, it's 9.30 and it's dark. Let's go to the track. Um, that's where I was. I was able to do those kinds of crazy different times and watch this kid be so motivated to get better. Um, my motivation, you know, was just kind of steering the direction. Yeah. What he was referring to was, I think maybe an isolated one incident where I knew mentally the only way for him to get to an, a 420 level versus a 428 level the previous year was uh, to understand that this has got to suck sometimes. It's yeah. really workouts just got to be awful and you, you can't just quit them. Yeah. You can't just walk away. And so I think there was more of, of a challenge of a mental toughness and stuff like that. But um, we had one knockdown drag out on the track and I walked away and I said, as a dad, I never want that interaction with him again. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And so I, I knew a level. And I, I never went past that level anymore. And so now I'm allowing Coach Stincy to try and challenge that level yeah. as well. Does that make and, sense? Yeah. And and honestly, I, I feel like you as a, like, just as a, like a coach alone, not even in the father figure, you know, you let go of him and you trust in Coach Stincy fully to coach your son. And, you know, yes. you believe in him fully. Cause I, there's a, you know, there's a lot of coaches in, in high school, whatever, that their yes. athletes will be in college and they'll still look to them and be like, Hey, like my coach sucks so much. Like, and in, in some cases it is, it's true. 
you know? Yes. But yes. It, it is true, but you have to trust in the coach no matter what. Cause trust in the process. Trust in the program. Yeah, and yep. literally, and me and Ryan have talked yeah. about this all the time. If you don't trust in your coach, you can't get anything done. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. 100%. So, 100%. Even yeah. if the coach is wrong and you buy into the program and you buy into the process, something good is coming out. Yeah. 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 That's my um, Walmart coach question here real quick. Yeah. Um, this is a coaching question. Um, you were talking about like how you were telling Alex like in the race, like uh, you're six seconds, uh, six, seven seconds behind or whatever. Mm-hmm. When as a coach, do you know to like tell your runner, hey, like start in the race and when to shut up and just let the runner run? Cause I struggle with that. <laughs> I'd never stop coaching during a race. Uh, a lot of coaches try to, and a lot of co- coaches do, they just sit back and watch it unfold and then they'll talk about it a little bit. I don't think they talk it about, I don't think they talk enough about it because you learn so much each time. And I, so I, I don't think runners ever have a, uh, a race that they can't learn from. So in, within a race. So I think so. that's one thing he understood great is in races, when I had a bad race, there was something, there was something else to it. Like it mm-hmm. was either training, it was mental, mm-hmm. uh, any outside source, like there was something to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he understood that even during the races, like I never felt during a race. Um, Cause he, mm-hmm. he, he'll, you'll, he, if you hear anybody during a race, it's going to be my dad. I had kids from other schools come up to me. I couldn't hear my dad, but I could hear your dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're like, your dad was cheering for me. I was, I was right next to you trying to beat you. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know. It's pretty cool. So but, Ryan, going back to the answer, the question is I turn around and, and just say positive things. Yeah. Like it might be just structural. It might be, I need you to relax and do this and kind of change their mechanical approach to that. Or, just take a deep breath and, and enjoy the day, you know, like you're coming by me. I can say something quick and something fast. And I figured out to say things that were, that were upbeat and positive <clears throat> to that runner at that moment. Yeah. Um, no runner. I don't think any runner is going to get mad at you for like just being encouraging and yeah. saying, and saying something good about something. He was pretty good at knowing the days when, Oh, he's not having a good race. Yeah. yeah I just need to be positive. Just got to like, I, he's just got to get through this. Yep. Compared to we're having a good race. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to be serious. And mm-hmm. it, it almost seemed like during races, like he always knew what to tell me just cause he, one, he understood mm-hmm. me as a runner. Cause I mean, he was there with me every day. Yeah. yeah. He was literally there with me every day on my runs. Like especially yeah. sophomore, junior year. Yeah. Like he was my training partner on the bike. Like he would, he was on the bike next to me every single run I ever did through junior, uh, sophomore, junior. Yeah. So, so Ryan, you understand your athletes. You understand uh, each one is different individually, and you read from that whether it's a workout or or races as, as well. And I just want to encourage you again to be that coach, to be understanding of that athlete right now is is not doing well. There's something other than that. Um, but I'm going to find something good at that moment and still coach and still let them know I care about you at this moment right now. And we're going to walk through this together. And if you don't do well, that's on me. And so I, I just never wanted to get out coached. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, great answer. Good to help me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And real quick, I just want to say, like, whenever I'm running a race, like, there's always that one distinct voice that I hear, and it's never anybody that I ex- like. It's never anybody that I expect usually, or like, it's not. It's usually not my parents ever. Yeah. It's usually like it'll be like the low, like the smallest voice. And I, that's the only thing I can hear. And it's just like echoing throughout like the entire like building, like Coach Cincy, mm-hmm. for example, he doesn't yell at all. He'll just he, say, he, he, he sits right next to the track and he whispers. Yeah. And, you, and he's I, like, he's like, out, and he's like calm about it too. He's not yeah. like screaming at you. He's like, all right, Alex, let's go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And like, I swear, right, we're going to make a move like, here. We're going to uh, surge, get up there with him. And you're just like, how did I hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. But, uh, all right i gotta get to, to him bed. compared to him who's half a mile uh down <laughs> the cross-country course you'll hear me across <gasps> the track <laughs> let's pick it up Jordan Strand! we did yeah. have keywords we did have keywords yeah so the other runners didn't realize that was the time to go or that was a time to relax and hold back <laughs> yeah other other <laughs> runners other runners are just hearing yeah yeah Across, like half mile away. <laughs> like, what is yelling. going on? Yeah. All, all right. Of a sudden, so, this other guy passes you. All right. So, <laughs> and then all so, of a sudden, I'm just like, oh, I gotta go. Okay. So, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Um, we're yeah. just gonna do our, our little all out kick around where we just ask like some rapid fire questions to you guys. Just answer, try and answer. Not, you don't have to answer as fast as you want, but yeah. Um, good. Okay. So, first question, and, and Ryan, you can ask the next question. What is your favorite track event to run? uh the mile why because i'm good at it okay and I, I feel like it's like my best event yeah okay um favorite event to watch uh mm, steeplechase four by four. Oh, good answers good answers um four by four is a good one <laughs> yeah four by four is definitely Definitely, probably. Steeplechase is fun too, though, especially when you. Four four is just the build up through the whole meet. It's always at the end. It just yes. makes for a, this is gonna this this could decide or even just there's always gonna be most drama. Time, there's yeah. yeah there's, there's always, always drama and always. Like, it's just it's just like the hypest race. Eastern yeah. Michigan could and only beat. Everyone Michigan. knows it's the hypest race. Eastern Michigan could only beat Michigan in one sport, and that was running, and there was an all out brawl. In the four by four at the end of a meeting, oh. true story between like, East, fight, Eastern bro. and Mich- the University of Michigan going at it. Yeah, dang. Eastern Michigan came around the corner, bopped Michigan's baton out of their hand, and oh, the Michigan man. guys got pissed. We we did not. He just dropped it. <laughs> but, uh, All right, so go. So and next question. Next question. Um, Tracker cross country. No. Wait, Ryan's turn. Oh, no, okay. it's, no, it's yours turn. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tracker cross okay. country. Track. Even though I, I always ran better at cross country, good I still answer. Like track, track is better. Cross. Oh, well, track I like to watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I like the tactics that you can use with cross, though. I I really do. Yeah. I feel like that's why I'm good at cross is because yeah. I'm really good at the tactics. Um, hardest workout you ever done? Oh, uh, easy. Um, six. Series? Okay. Yeah. Yep. As many four hundreds as I could do under sixty four with one minute rest. With one minute rest. <laughs> I made six, and on the sixth one, I like collapsed across the line. That's true. And this was junior <laughs> year. Okay. Um, longest long run. Uh, sixteen. And you did that this year. Last year. Last year. Okay. Freshman. Yeah. Um, freshman year. 
track season. Okay. Even though we didn't have track season. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's you. Uh, just favorite running shoes, best running shoes you think? Uh, oh no! <laughs> very controversial, right here. The Nike Free Run Distance, baby, <laughs> the best running shoe ever made. Yeah, I gotta give a thumbs down. Them babies last me two thousand miles. Piece of cake. But I do like have special car. inserts. I do have special inserts that my family bought into. Uh, you know, we sell distribute. And one but, day I threw them out. But, but I all the time he was using those shoes. He had those inserts. I still use them. Mm. And they still got 2,000 miles on no, them. No, still wear them. 2,000 miles on a, that shoe that isn't good for I'm like 300? That's why he's injured right there, Garrett. <laughs> That's why he got hurt. Where's my bag of shoes? <laughs> They're gone. Can you sit down. We're finishing. Okay, yeah, Hurry come up. on. Two more questions. Where did I put those bag of shoes? I don't know. All right. I know where the bag of shoes are. I ain't telling him. <laughs> Hurry up. Go down. Okay, just ask the next question. All right. Next question. All right. What do you what do you not recommend doing but you still do as a runner to this day? Uh eating candy. Oh, eating candy. Uh, oh, there's a lot of things. Eating habits. I have terrible eating habits. Yeah, yeah I, was, I think I was, he likes his sweets. I was going to say I uh, love ice cream. I I could name I could name a, a lot of you things probably, without You could probably name just, off more just, than I could have yeah. myself. Yeah. Yeah, how about how about eating corn an entire week? Running and uh, Nike free runs. There's one. Eating eating corn for lunch for an entire week during spring break because you didn't want to spend our stipend money. Dude, don't <laughs> expose me like that. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I don't have my free runs in here. Well, yeah, because he threw them out. Save it for another day. Go, Ryan. Since it's a father-son podcast, um, yeah, for what's the years. best moment you two shared running? Anyways, uh, the me, raise practice. Winning. <laughs> nope so he's probably got more sappy stuff i do i do, yeah. I do. And, I, and this this one could make me cry but um probably will he's a big i don't kid. think we're every, ready for tears on this podcast yet ryan every day i never never i was tired at waking up at five o'clock in the morning and he would sleep during the day you know like i was i had I was a real job and i was tired at doing those evening runs but somehow I always found energy and wow, I never, never wanted to miss those moments that I got with that. Yeah. Every day was, a, was an opportunity to just be blessed. And, and I didn't miss the ride. I'm a, I'll be honest. You know, a lot of people are like, you missed the ride. Nope. I, I was there not only for him, for my other kids too, but the, as far as running, Ryan, uh, every, that everyday moment. Yep. It's easy for him to say because he was biking. It's a lot easier to bike than run. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I, be- I beg to differ, but go ahead. <laughs> not at when running biking, pace. When you're biking nine <laughs> miles an hour. Exactly. Yeah. Not biking 20. Okay. Just want to stop it there, No. Um, okay. Right, last, I guess, yeah, just, just la- last two questions. Just, um, what, all right. What's your, what's yeah, your guys' 40 favorite? 40-minute podcast turned into two hours. That was yeah. my wife of 21 years, for the record. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday. Uh, okay, what'd you say? Congrats. Anyways. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, what's your what's your guys' favorite cheat meal? Last question. Oh, every meal for me is a cheat meal. <laughs> <laughs> um my cheat right. meal is eating a salad. <laughs> 
All right, you have a healthy day. You have I'm cheating on my bad diet. Okay. Do you have anything else, Alex, or no? I mean, not Alex. Not you. No, not you. Let me ask myself some questions. All right, guys. Um, with that, we're gonna wrap this uh, yeah. very long two-hour podcast up. Uh, <laughs> you guys will probably hear it in two parts. This is so long, but uh, yeah, thank you, Alex and Mr. Brian Zangara, for coming on this podcast. Easyrunningprogram.com. That's what is gonna come out as the uh, website, and um, we're looking probably in a couple months to release that uh, in the near future. Our dream is uh, early December. Link in the bio. Late November. Yep. <laughs> we definitely will. Uh, yeah, definitely we'll, shut we'll, that uh, Yeah, yeah. It, we'll have his email in there. Um, coaching's always open for him. He'll take athletes if you're yeah. wanting to be coached. Um, yeah. He's always looking for someone to coach. Yep. And uh, enjoy it. Yeah. So we'll we'll definitely link that up. And uh, with that, guys, this is a Distance Theory Podcast. I'm Garrett Cardo with my co-host. Ryan Mazzoza. And we'll see you next time. Thanks.